and peace to you in the name of our risen Savior, Jesus Christ. Two passages today, one from Malachi chapter 3, 4. I am the Lord, I do not change. Hebrews 13, verse 8. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. So much has changed since I first walked onto this campus, I hate to even say it, back in 1976. Back then, I had long, wavy, blonde hair. And of course, that's changed. When I first arrived at ILC, the AC was still decades away from being built. The Commons wasn't here. North Hall wasn't even here. The boys lived in what originally was a barn. My dad always said, were you born in a barn? Little did I know that I would one day live in a barn. The dormitories each had one pay phone each, so it was basically impossible to get a hold of anyone. Little did we know back in 1976 that we would carry around with us this device, handheld device, wherever we went, and if we didn't have it with us wherever we went, we'd panic, and it would be a device by which we could make phone calls, we could send tight messages, we could find the answer to virtually any question in the universe. That's something that we never would have thought possible back in 1976. ILC sports have changed. We didn't have the three-point shot back in my high school days. And if you shot from uh, three-point range, which eventually became three-point range, good chance you're going to sit on the bench. And uh, I, I had that experience many times. I suppose if I had made a few, it might have been a little bit, a little bit different. We didn't have GPS. We uh, relied on paper maps, uh, handwritten directions, verbal directions. Yet we got lost a lot. Many things have changed over the years. Many things continue to change. And I think young people such as yourselves are more likely to embrace change. Change is more exciting for you. When you get older, you don't like change too much. You get suspicious of change. So you're telling me, son, that with my phone, I can transfer money to my bank account and it won't get lost in that cyberspace thingy? Okay, if you say so. When you get older, you don't like change so much. But whether you're young or whether you're old, Change can be stressful. It can bring stress to our lives. Many of you are going to be graduating from high school in just a few weeks, and that can bring on a certain amount of stress. I'm sure it's exciting because you're taking one step closer to uh, being independent as adults, but stressful too. You're going to be leaving the safe confines of this campus where your faith has been nurtured, and it's it's a pretty cruel world out there when it comes to our Christian faith. Uh, many of your close Emmanuel friends are people that you're not going to see any longer on a daily basis. And I suppose that's more of a, 
a sad change than it's a stressful change. Uh, speaking of graduates, we have, I believe, one teacher grad and one preacher grad, and tonight is the big night. Tonight's the night when, uh, Lord willing, you'll receive your first call into the public ministry. Big changes right around the corner. It's changes that are both exciting and I'm sure also stressful. Being a Christian day school teacher is a very exciting thing. My wife teaches at a Christian day school. I think she has a terrific job. Teaching someone how to read, how great is that? Leading God's little lambs into the waiting arms of Jesus the Savior, that's very exciting. But being a teacher is also stressful. Long hours of, of correcting at night and lesson plans that you have to prepare, as well as, well, sometimes those little crumb crunchers don't always behave like you'd like them to behave. Come to think of it, sometimes the teachers don't, sometimes the parents don't either. The prospect of becoming a pastor, uh, standing in front of a congregation and preaching the crucified and risen Lord, that's tremendously exciting. Getting paid for telling people the one true way to heaven, that's pretty great. But there's also some stress with that, too. Just talking about in the classroom how to deal with live-ins and divorce cases and, and non-attending members is something that, instead of just talking about it, you'll actually um, be having to do that. So change can be exciting. It can be, can be stressful. Uh, some changes can be extremely painful as well. Uh, maybe there's been a breakup in your life lately, and it was the one that you thought or thought was the one, you prayed about it, and it didn't work out that way. And now your heart's broken. It's a change that still hurts. Or maybe some of you have lost a, a close loved one, a grandparent or a parent or a close friend. And even though you know that they're in heaven, it's a change that, that really hurts. It's something that you didn't want to happen because now that person won't be in your life any longer. Or perhaps you've committed some sin and you're really ashamed. You're embarrassed. You're crushed by guilt. And it's a change that's brought difficulties to your relationships in your life. Or maybe the changes haven't been hurtful and painful so much as it's just one thing after another. One thing after another. And it's just to the point with all of these things, you're wondering, well, what's up, God? Have you changed the way that you feel about me? Have you changed in some way? We know that's not true, don't we? We just read, God says, for I am the Lord, I do not change. Through all the exciting changes that you have in life, the Lord's not going to change. Through all those stressful situations, the Lord will be there for you. Those promises of God's word that will help you and lead you through those hurtful changes in your life, those promises aren't going to be there one day and then not there the next day. Through all the changes of your life, no matter what they are, God and his word does not change. His faithfulness to you, his love for you, will never change. And so we can be very much assured and very confident that we 
have this constant in our life, this foundation that's unbreakable and unshakable. We have God's word that abides forever. Now, I'd like to end this message by putting a few exclamation points on this message, and I want you to help me. I'm thinking of three very powerful words, a three-word sentence. Words from the Bible, words that Jesus spoke from the cross, his second to the last words from the cross. I'll say the first two words, and I want you to chime in with the last word. So are you ready? It is finished. What a tremendous thing. Permanent and full forgiveness. What Jesus accomplished for you on the cross, he's not going to change his mind about that. Your forgiveness is already secured. The blood in which Jesus shed has already washed away your sins forever. And that won't ever change. My second exclamation point. Again, three words, uh, three powerful words. I'll give you a hint spoken three days after Jesus said it is finished. This time we'll change it up. I'll say the whole sentence, all three words, and I think you know the appropriate response. Ready? He is risen. He is risen indeed. Death has been swallowed up for you and for me by Jesus' Easter Sunday victory. Death has been abolished. The serpent's head has been crushed. Heaven is one for you, and nothing will ever change that either. Amen. Let's sing of our Easter victory with the words of hymn 203.